0: Four, three, two, one. Hey, everybody! It's Alfred Wilson coming to you from OPEX Concord. And this week's podcast, we are talking about rate of perceived exertion, rate of perceived exertion, or RPE. Um, I'm going to go over a few reasons why we use it and how to kind of quantify it, and if it is something that would benefit you so let's get right into it Uh, rpe stands for rate of perceived exertion and what that means is how you perceive the exercise that you're doing um so it is rated on a scale of one to ten just like if you go to the doctor's office and they have little pain faces across the board and you tell the doctor how bad your pain is This is something very similar except we connect it to exercise and we use it as a form of progression to assess recovery and how you are how the exercise feels to you over a period of time with the idea that it should feel harder but as your perceived effort goes up the amount of load or the amount of reps that you're doing or the amount of sets are also there as well I found that using RPE usually works if you're progressing for resistance. First, it works for resistance and aerobic training. It's a very good way to gauge effort um, with resistance training, adding sets, and with mixed modal aerobic training, I found it that, that works very well when adding sets as far as learning and development of the skill of rate of perceived exertion. Um, I found that it works really well people that are beginners, I don't think it works very, it's not of benefit yet because the idea is that you are training to fairly close to failure. Um, So to give you an idea of what that, what I'm talking about, um, the scoring goes from one to 10, one being a very easy effort, 10 being a very, very hard effort. So if you were at a one, essentially you'd have nine more repetitions at a given weight that you could do within the set. If you were at a seven, potentially you'd have three to four reps that you could do left, but it was still a really tough effort. If you were at eight, you left two reps in the tank for you to be able to go and do your next set or your next week. Um, There are a lot of moving parts to it. So learning as far as the differences between warm-up sets and working sets, uh, appropriate rest intervals, tempos, um, rep ranges, uh, number of sets per exercise, those things are some things to think about before you really start to get in our measuring RPE. But once you do, you can really gauge from one moment to the next how it works for you. I use it a lot with shift workers and people that have a significant amount of experience with exercise, just because it's an easy way for me to gauge how they're recovering from the work that they're getting and when and where I can push a little bit versus when or where I need to lean back rather than just looking at the numbers. Because if you're anything like me, Um, you'll kind of grind out a really tough set that may be a little overreaching for you for the day because you probably didn't have a lot of sleep, maybe a lot of stuff going on at home or at work that you're not really accounting for because some days are better than others. Um, So I like to use it daily for people with busy lifestyles who have a lot going on, their schedule's kind of wild, and giving them a exertion rate to stay around for the exercises for the day versus saying do straight sets or loaded sets or increase reps then it really starts to give them their own judgment based on how they feel now on the back end where you have to really be honest with yourself if you're doing this on your own or even if you're doing this with a coach a level of honesty and self-awareness really needs to be there where sometimes you may say, okay, I'm going to go at a 7 out of 10, and you get into the workout, and it is a 9 or a 10 out of 10 because you thought you felt really good, and you kind of got into the work, didn't pay attention, and it was a really tough effort for you for the day. There's nothing wrong with that. That's okay. Um, But understanding, okay, that was really hard, and then paying attention to how you feel 24 to 48 hours following that workout to get an idea of, okay, was that actually a nine out of 10? Or did I just perceive it as that much for that day because of some other things I had going on? And if it was a nine out of 10, how did I recover from that? So really just self-awareness pieces, which again, it does take time to learn. You have to really want to know what is going on and how to manage your training individually versus just saying, well, I'm just gonna go ahead and get work done. Again, there's nothing wrong with that, but you can get to a period of under recovery. Um, I'd say for most people, unless you've been training for a long period of time, getting to where you're overreaching or overtraining is kind of hard to do. Um, with training specifically, you may start to feel really worn down and really burnt out but that is probably from an accumulation of everything to include training. Um, so training plus lifestyle plus nutrition may have you feeling that way versus the actual volume of exercise that you're doing where it loops back into if you understand your levels of exertion from one moment to the next, then you can have a really good idea of where it is that or what amount of work you just felt like trash on versus what amount of work you felt really good on. So having a really good idea around those areas as well will can really be helpful depending on the person. Um, Other ways that this can be used if you're in a group or a CrossFit type workout or a Metcon as, as it's called, you can, use this right in the middle of the effort. So if the goal was to keep the effort a seven out of 10 on the RPE scale, then you would go at it to try to find that seven at the beginning of the workout and then see if you could sustain around a level of seven. And that could just be the level that you're working out for the day. Now you may need to manipulate loading or rep ranges or rest periods within the sets to get there. And that's really individualized based on the goal, but you can still use the scale personally or with a coach to help guide your training and progress your ability to take control of each individual workout, get some internal feedback on what it is that you have going on personally and some self-awareness around how you can make adjustments outside of the gym to improve or back off from one session to the next, depending on what your goal is. So if you're watching this, if you're listening to this on a podcast, then there is a YouTube video that goes over it in about the same amount of detail, but it is visual. For those of you that like to look at things visually, I drew some horrible faces. Um, You can take a look at that. And there may be some things I covered in here that are over there that I may have missed here um, because these were recorded at two separate times, but... I did want to get it out for the people that like to consume their content via audio versus just a video, just so you have something to listen to. And I'll also put a link up for the blog post if reading is your jam. But if you have any questions on it or if there's anything you'd like to add or anything you're curious about how to get started with this, it's fairly simple. Again, I think intermediate and advanced trainees who have been doing this for five plus years have a really good idea around movement patterns, what going to failure really looks and feels like and how to judge when they're near that. I think this is a really good tool for them. If you are new then a very simple progression of working through sets, reps, appropriate rest periods, and building your strength and your stamina and your strength in the six basic movement patterns and then adding some variation to that as you gain more experience will be super helpful before you ever touch this but it's always great to have something to keep in your pocket because um, you never know when you may need it or if you're working kind of crazy shifts again I really like it for people that do that stuff to have kind of a off the normal schedule kind of lifestyle, because I think it just fits really well. So yeah, something to think about, but hope you guys enjoyed the episode. And this was helpful. If you'd like to know more, want to know how to get started, this is something you're curious about. um, We can go into it for the detail if you'd like. This is really just kind of quick rundown of how I think about it. And yeah, that's all I got for you. Thanks for listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Take it easy.